Is that my intro to the show? Oh, really? So now I've been gusted when you want to come through on the show once we start recording. Hey, what's up, everyone? And welcome to another episode of Real Talk with Tanya and Ron. Of course, I'm Ron. I'm here with my lovely fiance. No. You're my lovely fiance, Latanya. Hey, y'all. <laughs> what is going on with you today? What is wrong with you? Nothing wrong with me. So. <laughs> okay, I don't know what's going on in this episode so far. What's going on? How you doing? I'm fine. You sure? Yeah. You acting weird. No. Why you want to intro the show? Cause I didn't. Huh? Cause I didn't. Anyways, how was your week? Let's get into it. Go hurry and get into our small talk. I don't know what the hell I just said just now. Um, my week was okay. You know, just working. You know, just regular. Mm, you know, nothing spectacular really happened. Yeah, something did. What? Uh, we realized that we basically done paying off the wedding venue, paid off Golden Doors. Oh, well, you said week. That wasn't week. That was just like a couple hours ago. <laughs> it's still a part of the week. Well, it's Sunday's in the week, but you know what I mean? Yeah, that part. So, yeah, we, you know... Like I said last week, now we are a little... 111 days. Yeah, just a little over three months left. So I was like, okay, let me go ahead and start making a list of everything I need to do and everything that we still have left to pay off. So I was like, okay, let me see how much we still need before we have the rest of the wedding paid off. And I sat down and I counted and calculated and everything. And I'm like, oh, we're almost done. And I mean, uh, the little stuff we got to pay, like the photographer, the DJ, the cake, makeup, stuff like that. Like, that's little stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, so it's like like we've been saying the whole time. It's like we did it in a way where we would never be stressed out. We wouldn't go into debt, and we wouldn't get past the wedding, and then still, like, go on the honeymoon and come back and steal all money. Yeah. And I mean, at the rate we're going, we're not going to, like, everything will be paid, and we don't have anything to worry about. Yeah, I mean, that's not really been stressful. No. But you already got... Oh, shit, ghost. <laughs> it's the wind. It's, it's real really windy, windy out, here. out here right now. <laughs> yeah, I got all the windows open wide open. Wide open. Um, yeah, I think like you already got your dress. I'm going sometime next month and get myself fitted and my peoples. Um, but yeah, it's not really been no whole no nobody been stressed out or angry or. I mean, because when you do it like that, it's nothing to be stressed out and angry about. A couple of weeks ago at the Golden Garage, your dad's birthday dinner or lunch. What is it, lunch? Whatever. You know, we was talking about the wedding and everything, and my pops was like, oh, you know, she been being Brazilla. I was like, nah, not nowhere near it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, nah, that was a Brazilla right there, pointing to your sister. And your sister was sit there and had the nerve to be like, who, who me? Was I really like that? 
How was she? I mean, compared to me, she was the bridezilla. Like, I let the bridesmaids pick out their own dresses. Like, you know, I'm not making them wear heels. Mm-hmm. I mean, she wasn't really picky about the hair. I don't really care how they get their hair done. Like, none of that stuff. Whereas she it was just like, I want what I want, and I just want what I want, and that's just what it's going to have to be, even though I kept telling her, like, look, why we got to wear heels? Like, you know none of us wears heels, and we're going to be uncomfortable. And it's like, the way our dresses were long, like, nobody's going to see our feet. Like, we could have wore flats, we could have wore tennis shoes, and nobody would have known. Like, even her, when she took her, like, bridal photos, she wore pink Converse's, which was, like, the same color as the wedding colors. Mm-hmm. And then she got some pink heels that was like the same color. And the whole time I'm telling her, like, Tiffany, you can literally walk down the aisle in those converses and nobody would know. She could walk down there in Tim's. And nobody would have known. <laughs> and you wouldn't have had to have on them heels and you wouldn't have had to be uncomfortable. And towering over the Right, your and making Jaquan look like her son. I didn't mean to say his name. Can you take his name out? Mm hmm. <laughs> But yeah, so. Yeah, I still remember. Because I think you was the one. She pretty much, she had a whole bunch of yes women around her. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was the only one that was like, why we got to do this? And she was coming at you hard. To the point where, because I was hearing about it every, you know, basically every day. Like, ever since they got engaged, it was just like, just turned to a monster. Because everybody, you right, like you said, yes, women, because everybody was like, well, it's her day, whatever yeah. she wants. And it's, that's how they're, they're saying it to me, too, but I don't want it to be like that. Because at the end of the day, yes, it's my wedding, but I've asked them to be a part of it. So I just can't be, like, unaccommodating to them and what they're used to mm-hmm. and what they want to wear and what they will feel comfortable in. I don't want to do that. Yeah, and the other thing too, which like I said, I was hearing about it, but I still remember this. It's the funniest shit that had me dying. Is she going through her stressed out with all the wedding stuff? She come home. We all was living together. She walks in the house, go into the kitchen and go into your room and go look at you like, you ain't cook nothing. Why you ain't cook? I kind of remember that, but I don't remember it like like you saying that you remember it. Yeah, that's exactly how it went. Like I was when you told me that shit, I was rolling because I was like, damn, I ain't know y'all was married. Like that's your husband, right? <laughs> you better have you better have that dinner cooked before your husband get to. And I mean, my whole thing is is too like I've been in weddings. So I know what it's like to stand up there and be uncomfortable in heels and I don't wear heels. I can't walk in them. I don't wear them. It's not for me. Like, I just know. I just know. Mm -hmm. So I would never make somebody who doesn't wear heels wear heels. And those those shoes are not comfortable. Like, I'm sorry. They're just not. It's not like you're sitting in them or even, you know, you're just standing there. Yeah. And it's not comfortable. So that that was my whole thing. And even for me, like, you know, my whole idea is even beyond that to have, like, even a dress-down reception where we kind of, my plan is for us to, like, change 
into something even more comfortable so even they don't even have to sit in their bridesmaids dress you know mm-hmm. throughout the reception so that they can enjoy themselves more and not feel so stuffy and you know you know what I mean so I think I've been very accommodating so you're daddy talking about Brazil or not that's not me I have been very accommodating like even as far as like picking out my own dress you know how some women have a hard time picking out their dress and they're all stressed out about that and I wasn't stressed out about that at all you was on the phone with her you should have talked about that y'all y'all talk about a whole bunch of craziness anyway right (laughs) that's how you talk you gonna talk to her again today Mm, maybe let me bring it up about this you remember yelling at you because you didn't cook <laughs> Oh, and also, too, yeah, you're not allowed to move no more. Oh, because of my chair? Yes. I'm going to probably have to move. Oh, my God. I mean, not soon. <clears throat> Sorry. Squeaky chair. As y'all can probably hear, we still record the old school way. Have not heard no updates about my package. Yeah, he pretty much got cussed out, too, last week, because I'm like, he, he like, said how much the thing cost that he ordered, and I'm like, say what now? You spent that much on that, and you didn't even say that to me about it, and now it's lost, so now you just lost that money? I'm mm-hmm. like, we didn't even need that stuff. Yes, we did. We did. Mm-hmm. Not for that amount of money, no. It wasn't a lot. So, you know, I'm That would have put gas in my car for two weeks. Two two separate times, and then have a little change left over. Like I said, it wasn't that much. Like I said, I'm gonna contact Amazon see if there's anything they could do on their end, and then I might have to just chop it up to the game, mm-hmm. and you know, buy it again. No. Mm-hmm. No. I'm about to definitely buy it again. No, and don't let me get don't into this on this podcast until them two things is marked off on that calendar. No, you will not. Mark it off easy. Checks and balances. Mark it off easy. Checks and balances. Don't say your S's like that. Checks and balances. <laughs> okay. But yeah, we still record the old school way. I'm still angry about all that shit. And you just don't care. Because you shouldn't have ordered it. Because if you would have came to me and ran that by me and said, what you think about me ordering this, is this, this, and this, and it costs this much, I would have said no. We got two people listening to this show. No. No, because the the actual kit itself would have been about maybe like a, almost $200. Mm-hmm. And that came with two mics, and we was like, we already got mics, so therefore I'm just about a little piece, like fuck it. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and that was still too much. And if no. you would have came to me and said something, then I would have said no. Then I still ordered it. Mm-hmm. And then when it would have got I'll lost in the mail, then you would have got cussed out like you did. I checked with you, and then I balanced my own stuff and went and got mm-hmm. it. And you see what happened. That's what happened. Sometimes karma just come around and just bite you in your ass because you didn't do follow the damn checks and balances. So now you don't wasted your money. First you of all, this is before the checks and balances. It don't matter. It still existed even though I hadn't made it up yet. So <laughs> even matter. though you, you didn't check with me, then you threw off the balance and then the, the universe came around and got you anyway. So next time, you won't try to balance out stuff yourself. So you mean to tell me it was already out there and you didn't come up with it? That don't make sense. I mean, it's just the fact that that's how relationships should function, and you didn't you didn't do it, so then boom. We post, we post, we, 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 we
you made a clip, and well, I made a clip. You said you've been wanting to learn <clears throat> how to how to make the clips, and you might even remind me I was supposed to teach you today. I mean, we was doing all kind of other stuff, so I mean, what was we doing? Just thinking, you was messaging yo one of your girls, man, and. I was messaging my friends, and we was talking about different things, wedding stuff, and, you know. I was cooking. Yeah. What did I cook? Okay. Huh? What did I cook? What did you cook? Yeah. You cooked shrimp and grits. I wasn't. It was good. What type of grits was it? (sighs) We gonna do this. Yep. Cheesy grits, Mm Ron. Cheesy grits. How was the shrimp? Ron, they taste like shrimp. What you mean? They no. were shrimps. No. They were scrimps. No. Because you can't just say it tastes like shrimp because remember we bought that one shrimp before. It was just like... What one shrimp? That had that, had that butter shit. Oh, yeah. That shit was disgusting. We can't buy that. It was shrimp. like fishy. Yeah, because it was probably bad. It was already marked down when we bought it. So that's yeah. probably why it was like that. It was gross. Yeah, you can't mark down everything, people. And I tried to get... <laughs> you can't buy everything that's marked down. That's the thing. Yo, and yeah. I tried to do everything I could to make it taste like something, and it just wasn't. It just was not working. And also, oh damn, I forgot to do all this shit. I forgot to do all this prepping before the show because you kept rushing me. But that's funny, like I literally never had shrimp that tastes fishy. Besides that shrimp, that shrimp did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is kind of weird for someone to say, like something come from the sea it tastes fishy, but not like fishy in a good way. I know what yeah. you mean. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay, so you understand? Like it's what about I'm to go to the bed. <laughs> I don't even know if we'd have bought a good one, a fresh one. Yeah, it probably still wouldn't have been good because the stuff that it was supposed to be cooked in just didn't have no yeah. flavor. That was, it was like it was some type of butter, but. That's going to be shrimp scampi. Shrimp scampi butter. Did we add something to it that made me fucked it up? Not that I remember. I don't remember either. Yeah, it's weird. Like, even I could, I could saute some shrimp and I've done it. I'm not fish and I've done it before. I never taste fishy. Like, that just tastes fishy. Mm-hmm. It was cooked. Everything was pink, but it still tastes like it was raw. And that's not good. Uh, we went and saw us, and we are uh, we gonna save it for the end of the show, because the reason I don't do that, so you know if you haven't seen it, you know you can go ahead and end it at the you know when we start talking about it. But at this point, I know last week, this shit made fucking over. It was already saying maybe like fucking 80 million dollars some motherfucker seen it so you know so we gonna talk about that at the end of the show uh so, oh yeah speaking of the clip you um you put a clip up I'm gonna show you how to do it yourself you post it in a group in a marriage group it's still pending right now you think it's gonna get approved uh, why I just don't it's about marriage though. Well, me and my friend, well, me and my coworker was talking about this group at work because she said that um something she mentioned about it. With the marriage group? Yeah, the marriage club. Group. Okay. She was, we were saying the same thing because you know how sometimes I be saying that group gets on my nerves sometimes because it's like they want you to get on there and one up each other. 
Like, oh, how, how much did y'all pay for y'all wedding rings? How much did y'all men pay for y'all wedding rings? Ladies, post pictures of those wedding rings. Oh, how much did y'all spend on y'all wedding? Where did y'all go on y'all honeymoon? Oh, my husband bought me a car. Oh, my husband bought me a brand new 2019 car as a push present. I've never heard of that before until like recently. I'm like, what the fuck is a push present? I just started about that shit recently. I'm like, that's the most stupidest shit I ever heard in my life. A push present? Cause so you're pregnant and you get a gift because you're pregnant, I guess, to motivate you to push the baby out. I'm so confused. When I don't do you first hear about that shit? On the marriage group, in the marriage group. When? I don't know. Like, recently, not that long ago, maybe a couple of months ago. Like, I literally just heard remember we was listening to the, uh, the Rumor Report and the Breakfast yeah. Club. That's when I first. Yeah. And when they said it, push, push. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, because she's pregnant. And it's a gift basically because she's pregnant to yeah. have the baby. I'm like... Like, you're pregnant, so you're going to have a baby. I don't think you need a present to have a baby. Like, All right, we getting away from the point. What's the, what's the other shit that we got gets on your nerves? That, it, stuff like that just gets on my nerves. Like I said, a lot of the stuff is just to, like, for you to, like, get on there and one-up somebody or to make people feel bad because maybe they husband didn't, you know, get them a big ring or didn't buy them a new car or whatever. Like the girl at work was saying, she was like, so what's your husband bought you a new car? Like my husband might have bought me a chicken box, but maybe I wanted a chicken box and I didn't want a new car. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you can't compare. Like that's not right and that's not good to do that. Like I just seen a post earlier that said like all marriages are not made equally all marriages are not the same so you can't compare your marriage to somebody else's marriage and what that person husband is doing for them compared to what your husband is doing for you or vice versa what your wife is doing for you compared to what somebody else's wife is doing for them that's stupid you know and and also too if we do get listeners you know if they do decide to post a clip and we get listeners they probably will not fuck with it after this episode because I mean we are, it's we are not necessarily but it's not necessarily like the marriage club like whoever runs it posting and stuff it's just that people that are on there that's posting it but evidently the administrators are letting this type yeah, of stuff admins. get posted yeah because they got to go through approval process and it's it's funny how certain things get approved and, and certain, certain things don't remember somebody was on there complaining like. So, my thing didn't get approved, but this mess got approved. Right, and how they be on there talking about why is it people that's in a group that's not married? Well, bitch, we engaged. Or maybe you was married, you're divorced, you're widowed or whatever, but you still like the content of the group. So, why can't you be in a group even if you're not married? That's stupid. But they let stuff like that get posted. I remember I put up a post was like, it's asking, asking the question, is it important to kiss your spouse before you leave for work? Didn't get approved. But a dude showing off his, his Corvette, talking about y'all post that, post y'all pictures of y'all cars. That's what I'm approved. saying. They don't have nothing to do with marriage. And I'm like, Material dude, stuff don't so have nothing to do with that. You go post a picture, standing behind your Corvette, didn't even... Didn't even block out his license plate. And then I started looking through the thing. There's so many people posting their cars with their license plates is shown. It's like, y'all don't realize this is the internet? Somebody come and steal that shit. It does, yeah. I mean, yeah, the group is private, but it don't matter. Right. 
It's not. It's not like it's some type of exclusive club that they do a thorough background check before they approve you. Nah. You could easily be any type of person. Oh shit! That's his. Oh, that's his car. He live with him. License plate number. Do all they searches. All right, cool. Next thing, no car going. <laughs> gonna be just like that one clip. Oh, all right. That's how they living out there. Yeah. I don't like that shit. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like yeah. So anyway, digressing from that, but yeah, marriage club do get on my nerves. I don't know. Okay, so you ready to move on to our next topic? Mm-hmm. So, a couple of weeks ago, we were going to talk about this, but then we ran out of time last week. We ran across this video. It was a Derek Jackson video with um, another video with this um, preacher doing a sermon. And in the sermon, he was asking the women in the audience, he was like, who's single? And he was like, oh, it's your fault. It's your fault that you're single. And he was like, y'all just need to shut up and just nod your head. Like, basically, the reason that y'all are single because y'all talk too much, y'all won't be quiet. So then he was like, you know, can I get a volunteer to come up here that's single so I can tell you why you're single? So this one woman raised her hand. You know, and he was like, well, you know, like, you raise your hand. I didn't, you know, you volunteer, so, you know, you ready for whatever I'm about to say to you. And she like, okay, I mean, still probably not knowing what he was going to say. So, first thing, he Just criticized her weight. The first thing he did was criticize her weight. First of all, you need to lose weight. Oh, and also, he told her she need to find a good bra. She need to go, I think he said, to intimates. It must be like a... Uh, underwear lingerie place or whatever oh you need to find a good bra um because i had to take my wife there because my wife didn't know anything her or her family she came from my whole family Did and none of them knew anything and i had to take her there too nobody knew anything she didn't know anything about nothing. Even about nothing she didn't know nothing about nothing her family didn't know nothing about nothing so if it was <clears> me <throat> and i would have been his wife i would have been offended i would have been mad like what you mean so basically, he know all about bras. Right. He know everything about everything, including bras. So then he went on to tell her, like, you know, I see that you're losing weight, but, you know, you need to buy, basically, then you need to buy some better clothes because you're losing weight and you just can't keep wearing them same big clothes with your breasts hanging down to your belly button. Now, keep in mind, this is during a sermon, during a church service. And I'm just like, so that's what preachers preaching about now? Like I like I said now, I grew up in the church and I ain't never, ever, ever, ever been to no church and heard no preacher preaching a sermon and it turned into something like this. Like what did any of that have to do with anything godly, holy, Christ like, Jesus like, anything from the Bible? What scripture was he reading from? Was he reading from the book of thought or something? What was he reading from? What book from the Bible was this coming from? What is this nonsense? Why has church turned into this? Why am I seeing so many preachers doing sermons basically bashing women because they're single and trying to tell them what they need to do to not be single? And then it's crazy because women are still going to these churches and still taking this abuse and this criticism. And I don't understand it. Like you said, if you, like you said, if you don't like what I'm saying, you can leave. 
He's been in us for 30 years. And I'm sure that it's probably some people that's leaving. Because even as a man, I wouldn't have been able to sit there and listen to that. Even as a man, if I was a man, I would have been offended. Because it was funny, too, because when he was talking about why y'all single, and you heard women clapping, then when he said, well, y'all need to just be quiet, y'all talk too much, a lot of women, they didn't share no more after that shit. But then all of a sudden... Towards the end, some women started just getting along with it. I just don't understand. And it's one of them things. It's like I always say, this is probably one of the reasons why, I mean, among other reasons, why people are leaving the church. They're straying away from Christianity and they're becoming more spiritual and, you know, seeking God within themselves because these churches are like, some of these churches are ridiculous. But you also got to look at it like this, too, a lot. It's, it's the same thing to me with police brutality. It's that none of this shit is new. Police brutality is not new. Everybody's just starting to have fucking video recording equipment on a person all the time. Like, these churches and what people say in these churches, these kind of churches... It's nothing new. People, they're just starting to record this stuff now. I mean, that's probably true. I'm just saying, in my experiences, I had never, I had never, back in my days of going to church, I had never experienced anything, nobody saying anything. Yeah, like but that. that's that the particular church. Now, I imagine... Mean, any church no, I think about went to, I've been to more than one church. Think about what I'm saying. Think about what's no social media. And... Okay, he's recording it for a local for the local channel or whatever. I'm have no, to listen, scary. listen. He recorded for the local channel, so it only plays there. So now, what he just said is just localized to whatever state or city that they're in, versus somebody put it on social media. Now that widens everything. I mean, that's true, but you're saying it's been going on for a long, 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 long time, and I don't agree with that. I think this is some new shit. Especially with it being on such a larger scale, because the way that churches are now with these, like, mega churches and these preachers not preaching from the Bible, not preaching from Scripture, and stuff like that, and just up there talking about stuff like that, I think that's some new shit. Mega churches have always been a thing. Not always, always, Ron. You can't say always, so you mean back in the 70s and 80s, there was all these mega churches and these preachers, these millionaire, billionaire preachers. There might have been a couple, but not like on this wide scale like it is now. Yeah, because now they got more TV stuff that they can watch and while they damn Exactly. Man. So that's what I'm saying. I don't think that this stuff was going on like that. It might have been like, okay, maybe a few but not the way that we're seeing it now and the way that we're hearing about preachers saying stuff and, and you know, stuff like, no, it so, wasn't like that before. So basically, you agree with me. Like you said, it was a few, but now everybody is seeing it. I don't know where this church is at. I don't know where it's at either. So therefore, but, but like yeah. I'm saying, from my experiences, like I said, having you didn't really grow up in the church. I grew up in the church. I had been to several churches. Programs, choir anniversaries, regular church, all that. I had never heard anything 
like that in all my years of going to church. And even still now, most people are still going to say that the church they go to, the preacher don't be preaching like that. But it's just a fact that it's happening, period. It's ridiculous. I I can't speak on white churches. But in a lot of black churches, the man is up here. Yeah. The woman is down here. And church and these churches is like so judgmental. That's why I say like that's another reason why people are leaving Christianity, leaving the religion because it's so judgmental. Look at what he says. Basically, before his wife got with him, she didn't she wasn't know nothing. nothing. She wasn't about nothing. nothing. She didn't know nothing about nothing. She wasn't nothing. She didn't what? What his exact words were? Could we the clip is gonna play? But I think his exact words was she didn't know anything about nothing or nothing about nothing anything. about nothing and her family didn't know nothing about nothing and I had to come in and teach her everything that's that and then just the fact that that the first thing that he jumped on with the woman that he was talking about was her appearance judgmental because like Derrick Jackson said okay she might have been a bigger woman but some men like big women mm-hmm. it might be stuff about the man the preacher that was talking that some women might not necessarily like but evidently his wife liked it it's like to each his own like appearance is subjective yeah one what, what one man don't like another man would love yeah. and vice versa so, just the it's fact preference. that that's the first thing that he jumped on, like I said, that's judgmental. And the fact that he's making it seem like your appearance is the only thing that's going to get you a mate, that's a problem too. Because mm-hmm. you can't just say one thing, like your weight, you need to lose weight. And then say, well, I can see that you're losing weight. And then, yeah, and that's the only thing he basically did. He didn't ask her anything about herself. Like, what does she like to do? You know, what kind of job do she do? Do she have children? He didn't ask her anything about her personality. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Just, boom, you fat. You need to get a better bra, bitch. Basically. <laughs> Basically. Because he's just, that's why he, as soon as she got up there, he just looked at her as like, I would talk about this, this, and this. Yeah. And that's why he made the, the uh, that's why he made the announcement. I didn't tell her to come up here. Yeah. Because he already knew he was about to do some big time trash talk. Yeah. So then that way she couldn't say nothing in retaliation. Because like you signed up for it. So whatever I say you're going to stand up here and take. And also she couldn't say nothing because she didn't have the mic. Well that too. And if she probably would have said something. They probably would have got ushers just to move their ass the hell up out of there. Probably. So yeah. I. <sighs> Can't do nothing but breathe hard when I see stuff like that. Like, well, there you go. That's why. Yeah. It's kind of bugged out how the church is always supposed to be. That's a place where you could be accepted for all your flaws. But then you can't. But you can't. You cannot. It's just like that one black woman. Yeah, she might have went to the extreme. She didn't have to go into all that detail. <laughs> she could have just left that she was a prostitute and kept her moving. Right, but she, she started talking crazy. They snitched that mic. Yeah, she didn't have us talk about sucking balls. <laughs> but, <laughs> but let her you know she was brave enough to get up in there. Right, and speak her truth at least. And talk to and talk in front of all those people. Let her talk. Right. Like, just let her get all that. I just want a Jolly Red. Just open it. Okay. If you want one, my mouth will look dry. 
Too much average. Are you done? Mm hmm. She didn't. She went up there. She didn't have to. But like I said, I kind of wish she didn't because I want to see what he would do. Yeah. Because if nobody didn't volunteer, was he was just going to start pointing people out? Okay, so. Probably. So if. What's the reason why men are single though? Why? Why is it always based on women? He didn't ask the men. Some of the women could be single because of stuff that men are doing. I mean, right or wrong. Mm -hmm. All right, this this keep this move the candy around. Go ahead. I want you to respond to what I'm saying. <laughs> I also said like you know he could say the same thing. He could bring God up there. Well, well, why you? Well, you ain't gonna ask why you're single. I can see why you're single. You're fat. But you, you think if it was a man and he was a bigger size, you think he would have said that to them? I don't think he would have said that to a man. If a man would raise his hands, he probably said no, because he already made it known that this is just for women only. But let's just say if it if it was open to men and women, and a man would have got up there, you think he would have ran down his appearance like he ran down on that woman? Mm -mm. I don't think so I don't either. Because so, he don't know he got just got hauled off and punched in the face. Like that one pimp that walked into the thing. And, and they mean not even that. The fact, like you said, men are up here and women are down here. Mm -hmm. So automatically, it's a woman's fault that she's single. And the reason why men are single is also women's fault. That's the way I take it. That's the way I would take it. So no blame would be placed on a man. So he would never call a man Whoa. up there. Actually, more likely, if he did get a man up there, it's like, so like you're single. But yeah, he probably would have just... Turn your face to audience. Like, like this is a handsome man. Like, why y'all don't want to date him? Like, what? Like, what is? What, what's the problem with him? Right, and but they're still blaming it on the women. Yeah. Like, like y'all got this right one here, man right here. So why y'all not talking to him? Why nobody not talking to him? Yeah, they're still putting the blame mm -hmm. on the women. Well, saying saying, I think that's probably what would have happened. Mm -hmm. Uh, so do you remember what your what your boy said? He was upset about it because, like he said, the first thing he went to was her size. Mm -hmm. He said what I said that, you know, okay, she's a bigger woman, but some men might like that. Just like some men, some women may or may not like some of the stuff about the men that were saying it, but evidently somebody liked it because he has a wife. So just because she looks a certain way and some men like, might not like it, that don't mean that no man don't like it and she never going to find a man. Mm -hmm. But there's some people that, ooh, excuse me, there's some people that be like, oh my gosh, she looks so good. I'm like, yeah, she look all right. I don't think she get at all. Because appearance is subjective. It's based on what you like and what you don't like. Mm -hmm. It's some men that people be all crazy about. Oh, he's so fine, he's so this, he's so that, and it's like, yeah. So it's just how you see things, how you see people. And you might not see people the same way that other people see people. So 
just to base somebody being single on how they look is stupid. Because at the end of the day, there's somebody out there for everybody. And we know that. Even the most person, the most ugliest person, according to most people, still will probably be with somebody. Because somebody found them attractive. Somebody's going to find them attractive. Which mm-hmm. way we know that? I'm just saying, like, just take somebody who's quote-unquote universally ugly. If that makes sense. Just like some people are universally beautiful. Yeah. They still gonna find somebody. Like most people don't think Jay-Z is attractive, but he would be Beyonce. Most people don't think Seal is attractive, but he was married to that model. You know, stuff like that. So it's somebody for everybody because you know what? Everybody's not vain and superficial. And some people see past looks and look at personality and how they are on the inside. In that case, why Leslie Jones single then? Why who? Leslie Jones. Why is she single? Who's Leslie Jones from? Uh, Saturday Night Live, uh, Ghostbusters 2016. Why is she single? I don't know. I think she even made a post talking about because she was in tears, talking about how, you know, she might be like single for the rest of her life, for the rest of her life or some Why? shit. Why? I guess because people think that she's universally ugly. I don't think she's ugly at all. I'm just saying that's what people think. I do not think she's ugly. I don't think she's ugly. I really do not. Okay, well then some guys either think that. Some guys probably don't think she's ugly. It's just that probably so many people are coming at her saying that she's ugly that she thinks that everybody thinks she's ugly, but I know that that's not true. All right, so we digressing from the point here. So, uh, how would you label this pe- uh, this so-called preacher? How am I what? How would you label this so-called preacher? A false prophet. Well, all preachers are false prophets. But, but you know what I mean. Even more false than the false ones. <laughs> so he's false he's a false false yeah cause like I said what is it that he said that was based on Christianity that was based on any bible scripture or any teaching of Jesus Christ whatsoever what did he what did any of that have to do with anything there's only so much of the Bible you could talk about he, he ran out of content he just trying to keep stuff going nah he probably you cover everything in the bible what you was gonna talk about He's going to keep reiterating the stuff all over again? I don't think it's possible to cover everything in the Bible. Because even still, like, you can take a regular everyday topic and still relate it back to the Bible, I think. If you're good, you can. Nah, the Bible Bible needs some more content. You know. They need a DLC. We need some downloadable content. (laughs) So, you know. I'm just gonna look out the window because I don't have nothing to say. It's kind of funny too because church do got a lot of microtransactions. The people in gaming been mad because like why this game got so many microtransactions? You know, church got the same thing where you can't really get certain things unless you pay. I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't know what that means. That microtransaction, like you get certain things, but you could pay for something. You buy a game. But then you, if you want something else, some more content, you pay a little bit extra. Bible need a DLC. All my gamers like, yeah. But there's nothing extra. Yeah, he just ran out of content. What else can you tell? He covered everything in that book. 
there's nothing unless you about to go get them like um what you call them them um them um books of the bible that wasn't put in the bible like the lost books of the bible lost pages or no there's actual like lost whole you know like the book of mark jacob mark paul whoever all those books like there are extra there are extra books of the bible that were not put in the bible well, because it don't fit the narrative that the white people try to. Uh, when we create. get done, Google the Book of Enoch. Okay. It's a book that wasn't put in the Bible. There are why was parts it? that I don't. I'm not uh, right off the top of my head. I can't tell you why, but there are books. So I mean, they probably don't fit the narrative. They can probably pull from them books and preach from them books. They probably told me. Probably. I mean, them. you can't. It's not downloadable content, but it's other. Hey, I mean, they probably go to even more detail. But how Jesus had big nigger lips. And, <laughs> and they was like, no, we can't put this in the Bible. Right. Because they don't know he was black. <laughs> we can't put that in there. We can't put this in the Bible. Um, nah, I, I, I think that shit was trash. I think he's a trash-ass person. Uh-huh. And for people to just still sit there. I, like I, said, I don't know when this clip was, but... They probably they probably still in there right now on a fucking fifteenth song, people hungry, ready to go home, and they still <laughs> listen to him. Probably. But you know, let's go ahead and move on to our next topic. All right, this I'm kind of be on you because you want to talk about Nipsey Hussle. Um. Yeah, when when I I'm. I think I heard maybe a couple songs from Nancy Hustle, and every time people bring him up, I always just kept saying how I need to listen to like some of his music, some of his music. And when I found out he got killed, I don't even think I knew he was a rapper at first. I and I was, I was I was gonna say that like for me, I knew he was a rapper, but every time I saw anything about Nipsey Hustle, it wasn't about rap. Mm-hmm. It wasn't him rapping. It was always about what he's doing for his community, what he's doing for his city. Mm-hmm. You know, what what he's doing for his, you know, what he's doing for, for you know, black people around where he stayed. Like, every time I see it, it was always about that, mm-hmm. the, the humanitarian. It was never no type of rap lyrics. I, I've never seen him rap. Like I said, I heard a couple of songs, but it was always about what positive stuff that he's doing. And to me, that makes it bigger and more hurtful to find out what happened and how he got killed. And it bugged me out, too, because, you know, it's like man, he he was out there in front of his store taking pictures with, like, kids and stuff like that. In front of his store, like, when people keep talking about, you know, buying back the block and, you know buying stuff on your own, uplifting your people. Like, he was doing that shit. And for him to get taken out because somebody was mad. Mm-hmm. Somebody was hurt. Their feelings got hurt. It's, it's, it's like, it's incredibly fucked up. You know. Senseless. Because, you know, like I said, I, I was, I was, you know, alive when, when uh, Biggie and Tupac you know, we listen. I listen to them. Remember where they died, and they got killed. But it it 
A lot of, you know, because I hear a lot of people saying the same thing, like, this one hit different. Mm-hmm. Because when Biggie Tupac was a lot, like I said, it was kids. Mm-hmm. So it's different to actually see somebody doing something. Like, you hear about... You know, I don't think I ever really heard about what Biggie was doing behind the scenes or what Pac was doing behind the scenes, but to actually see somebody doing that shit and they get killed... Like, in the plaza that they own. Yeah, because I think he's going to be more known for what he was doing than for his music. Yeah. I mean, he, well, here anyway. I mean, probably on the West Coast, he might have been more known. But we just didn't, probably just didn't catch wind of his music. Like I said, I never came across it. I didn't know anything about it, so. Like, I hear people talking about it, like, you know. Couple of people I know at work, they you know he said he listened to his music all all the time. Mm-hmm. But you're excited to see his name. I just never had a, just had a chance to listen to his music, and that's kind of on me because I really started listening to music like like that a lot. You know, most of this in the podcast and stuff. But but for me to know Nipsey Hussle for everything other than rap, I think that speaks volumes to what he was doing and mm-hmm. what he was trying to accomplish. You know, his his phrase was the marathon continues. That's the name of his store too. You know, I told you, I didn't know, I really didn't start seeing anything about him until they was talking about how he was doing the um, Dr. Sebag, Sebag, Sebi? Sebi. Sebi documentary. That's when I really started seeing about him. After he got killed? No, I was seeing it before. Oh, before. Because it was the whole thing of, you know, them saying that he said, like, you know, if they kill me for this, y'all ride for me. Yeah, because it was a conspiracy that that's the reason why Dr. Sebi got killed. Yeah, because he had all these cures and stuff, all these diseases. But he was, but the documentary that he was going to do was not on the cures and this Mm -hmm. kind of thing. It was about the court case that he went to the Supreme Court, went to all these courts and won all of them Mm -hmm. with proof. But... But anyway, I'm not. We will get to that maybe in a couple minutes. But I kind of just want to focus on this shit right here. Um, the the person that did it, uh, Eric Holder, I think that's I can't remember his name right now. But it, it said that he was some type of known snitch or something like that, known informant. And I guess something happened, but he got out of jail like really fast. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nipsey Hussle was like, you know, guess told him, you know, go get your papers and show your papers. Like, you shouldn't have got out of jail as fast as you did. Like, get from around here, basically. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess, supposedly hurt him. Mm-hmm. Then he went back, came back, and shot him. Mm-hmm. Shot him in the chest and shot him in the head. And this, to me, right here, this part, like, I still haven't seen the video. I don't want, don't want to watch that. I don't want the energy. But from what people described, was like after he shot him, he ran, he stood over and shot him in the head, and then kicked him in the head. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's like some hatred shit right there. Mm-hmm. You probably he probably never liked Nipsey Hussle mm-hmm. when he got on. Probably not. Like jealousy, it may do something to make make people do some crazy stuff. You know and. You know, when you got somebody who's, I won't necessarily say still in their hood, but he's still coming there and he's providing jobs, you know, and then he get killed. 
And then people wonder why when people get out of the hood, they don't fucking come back. Bringing jobs, trying to bring the gangs together, trying to stop gang violence and all that. Yeah, even was about to go and talk to the, you know, the chief of police about how they can make the neighborhood safer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's a couple of things that kind of pissed me off, well, other than him being killed, is that the people that don't know who he is are just looking at it like, because uh, TYT did a the thing about it. I read the comments. You got people like, who cares? Like, uh, this a gangster rapper being killed. Like, who cares? It's like, yeah, you obviously don't know who he was or what he was doing. Because you just looking at it from, oh, he's a gangster rapper. Probably never listened to none of his music. But since they know that he was a uh, crip or whatever the hell, like, I don't even know what gang he was a part of. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I think it was a crip. because it was the whole blue thing. And anything I see about him yeah. is blue. Like, I've even, you know, I follow a lot of the um, nail pages. And I've seen, like, women getting their nails mm-hmm. done with Nipsey Hussle on. It's always blue. Okay. Blue and white. But to me, that still, once again, is in testament to who he was and what mm-hmm. he was doing. The fact that, you know, I know him more for what he was doing than his rap. Didn't really know what game he was a part of because say what he was doing for the community. But like seeing certain people comment on that them trying to make it seem like it's just he's a gangster rapper and that's it. Alright, we are back again. <laughs> Alright, so we didn't I, I didn't think, you know, our grass guy was gonna come today and cut the grass, but I guess because it stormed yesterday. Uh where was I? Er. Um, uh, the thing I was saying, God, I can't remember what I was saying, but anyway. So, like I said, knowing Nipsey Hustle for just everything other than rap. Oh, that's what it was. It's people would just try to chop it up to, oh, he was a gangster, he was a gang member, whatever. Another just rapper dead from doing gang shit. It was like, it wasn't that at all. And I already know that you're not going to, you know, please everybody. Or people are not going to look into it. They just go comment shit because a lot of people feel like they could just say whatever they want on social media and nothing's going to happen to them. Mm-hmm. And then you got other people saying, that kind of bother me too. Oh, oh, so now everybody Nipsey Hustle fans now? Yeah, that like, is annoying. Like, somebody lost their life that was doing something for his community. So, yeah, like I said, like you said, we may not necessarily have known him. We may not have known him for his music. We may not have listened to his music. But a loss is a loss. Yeah. Regardless. Especially right? if you know what, what that loss means for that particular place. Right. A loss is a loss. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and like, Some I'm people glad, are so ignorant. And I'm so glad somebody commented on this. It's like, no, we're just so empathy. Empathy. Say the word. Empathetic. Yeah, for another black, for a black man that lost his life. Right. And for his family, his mama, his daddy, his children, his girlfriend. Like, yeah. Yeah, like you know, you can't see. Well, you have to be. You have to be a hardcore fan. Just say you know you feel you feel sorry. You feel hurt. You have to be I a hardcore so. fan and say R.I.P. to somebody. And that's sad. That's sad for humanity. Like. Like you said, you can't even say rest in peace for somebody who's gone just because you didn't know them personally. Like, that's sad. 
And also, I understand what he's saying because there are a lot of people now because it's a popular thing to do to post all Nessie Hustle stuff to get in likes and clicks and this, mm-hmm. that, and I understand all that. But there are people out... See, it's kind of hard to weed between people that are real, that are fans, people that know of him, and people that just see an opportunity to kind of big themselves up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's kind of hard to weed through all that. Like, I really don't care. You know, they honor a person that passed away. Right. You know what I'm saying? And... It's might be kind of fucked up for me to say, but... I know Cardi B kind of happy. And that's another thing that pisses me off about social media. Because motherfuckers just switch up so fucking fast. Because they got off her. They got off her ass quick. Everything started talking about Nipsey Hussle. But they probably about to be back on her again because of that one post. It just came up with her justifying what she did. So oh, yeah, good. they're gonna be back on her. But um, now the other thing that pisses me off, and I said this shit last week, you motherfuckers. <laughs> and y'all fucking conspiracy fucking shit. I like conspiracy theories. I look at all that shit. Aliens, UFOs, Loch Ness monsters, Bigfoot, little pussy, like all these damn monsters. Like, I look into all shit. You know what I'm saying? Stargates. What? You said who? What? That's the last thing you said. <laughs> <laughs> so I look. I like all that type of stuff. Know, Bermuda Triangle, this, that, all this shit. I look into all that stuff. What the, what the pyramids really mean. I like all that type of stuff. But not every black person that dies, not every black person that's in trouble with with the uh, with the police, it's not always a damn conspiracy for for that shit. I mean, it's not, but, I mean, just the way that it happened, and, you know, like you said, it was somebody he knew, and the dude was already locked up, and he got out too quick. I don't know. I just think stuff. I'm not saying that it's true, but, you know, I don't put nothing past the government, the G-U-M-M-I-T. I just don't. Like, so who's to say that that they didn't really like what he was doing? Then this dude get locked up that's supposed to be a part of his crew, his friend, his homie, or whatever. Then they get him in there and they like, look, we gonna let you out, but you gotta take Nipsey Hussle out. Who knows? Like, like, what you mean, like what he's not, don't like what he's doing? Like trying to bring the community he's still, together. He's still paying taxes on all of that. Yeah. He's still paying property tax. Like, he's still getting money to the government. What you mean, don't like what he's doing? Did you, did Being you? Being a positive influence on black people. Did you see that one post that our friend posted about that one woman getting on there to talk about Nipsey Hussle and wasn't it Lord? No, no. That that's not relationship goals. Like they wasn't married and Mm -hmm. she's not entitled to it. Like you know, Mm -hmm. wait. You don't know what she's entitled to. You don't know what kind of arrangement or agreement that they had or whatever. And then on top of that, like she was already an actress and stuff, so you don't think that she would be financially okay on her own. Whether she got his money or not, so that yeah, I thought that was stupid. Lousy, lousy bitch! I got it. Then I seen another post talking about oh, everybody putting all this emphasis on Lauren London, but um, you know he had another baby mama. So what about her? Well, bitch, he wasn't with her when he died. I mean, okay, they got a child together. I'm pretty sure that child gonna be taken care of. But what you want us to do? See, 
Like stuff like that, that just annoys me. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, what? It gets on my motherfucking nerves. Really, I thought he was done over here. No, he ain't done. He ain't done. He's back. Okay, maybe he gone. He gone? Okay. I don't know. I don't even know all this shit. Y'all gonna hear this shit. Y'all gonna hear. <laughs> no, he's still hovering around the door. Fuck. <laughs> nah, see, that's just the government trying to try to keep us from talking about this. No, I'm sorry. No, it's a slave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the government sent him here to cut the grass that we was talking about Nissy Hustle. No, it's just... You ever just think that the person that killed him was just maybe a crazy fucking motherfucker from the hood? Um, that ego was shattered that Nipsey Hustle don't want me around? And it could be that too. I mean, the male ego is, you know... The fragile thing. And Tommy, oh, people post though he was assassinated by the government because of the Dr. Sebi. He was doing a doc. He wanted to do a Dr. Sebi documentary. How, how far along was he into the documentary? I don't know. Oh, was it complete? Did he even start it yet? I'm not saying that they that if the government killed him, it was because of that. February 2019, I brought this up last week. He was on a breakfast club. He talked about wanting to do a documentary. And like you, you, you screaming or they gave him a false sense of security. Yeah. So the government's going to leave him alive to possibly complete that documentary with him. No, year. I don't think it was because of the documentary. I'll Google Dr. Sebi. So much you on. So much shit on YouTube. Why is none of that stuff taken down? What? I don't have no answer. I'm not saying that I believe. You know how I feel about stuff. I neither believe. No, no. Keep that same energy. energy. You stoned on this podcast last week. No, that was jokes. But I neither believe or believe anything. But I don't put anything past the government, though. I don't know what they might do. Oh, so basically, okay. Anything. See, that my whole thing is this right here. It's like everybody jumped on the Doctor Sebi shit. So, if you want to do a real conspiracy, this is how you properly do a conspiracy. Oh, he was going to meet with the uh, police chief. Police chief sent this person, let this person get out of jail, get that motherfucker out of jail, and have him killed. Because we want to keep the hood the way it is, because arrest generates money, generates revenue. People being in jail, people being in prison... That is that is big business. Mm-hmm. That a lot of people don't talk about. Mm-hmm. There's money in keeping motherfuckers locked yeah, up. Yeah, and in effect, like keep them keep them niggas out there killing each other. It's it's pretty pretty much now. It's like people are looking at the correctional places, like facilities, as like modern modern day slavery. Basically. Yeah, exactly. For it doesn't so matter what you saying. I'm saying the same thing. You it saying. doesn't matter if you white, black, Mexican, Puerto Rican. It don't matter. We are going to have you make shit, clean up shit, build shit for like 10 cents a fucking day. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. But that's a proper conspiracy to say. Okay, along those lines. Right. Just because I couldn't formulate, you know what I'm saying? Because every time I say something, you think they just set him up. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. If somebody okay, he got murdered. Okay, now let that man rest in peace. Stop trying to take 
Oh, stop trying to take the, the shit off this dude for who did it. No, he needed all of that heat. Don't let don't let your fake government conspiracy distract from the fact that Aaron Holder took Nipsey Hussle away I mean, from yeah, everybody. definitely. Regardless of why he did it. Regardless, right. Exactly. So, yeah. Y'all, yeah, that's what I said. Y'all, he acted on his own. He still did it. So, it's still on him at the end of the day. Y'all niggas get on my nerves, man, with that shit. And like you, like that post you said to have one of my friends go wild. What did the post say? Which one? About uh, Nipsey Hussle and people believe in the government conspiracy. Oh, <laughs> that people would believe that the government killed Nipsey Hussle. Killed Nipsey Hussle, but don't believe that black people will be into Christianity. Yeah. You can tell them that, Jay, blow in the face. Nah. You think Nipsey Hussle was killed by the government? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the government did that shit. <laughs> black people, you know, uh, black people was being and being slaves or being and being Christian. Nah, man, go on with that bullshit, man. I might want to hear that shit. Did the government kill everybody? Yeah, they did that. <laughs> they did that shit. Then the government coming after our killer? Yeah. Yeah, you see all these white people doing it. The other night, too, I seen that somebody, I can't remember the dude's name, but he was talking about the cameras around Nipsey Hussle's, uh, the security cameras, uh-huh. surveillance cameras and shit. And then when he made a video on one, I was like, I'm trying to come on this podcast and make this whole argument how it's not no government, not no type of conspiracy, nothing's going on. And then somebody go come up with evidence to show that. I'm like, oh, damn it. He, he did a video about how you got all these cameras like right in front of the store, inside the store, on buildings next to the store, on like on like it's a you know like a little plaza strip mall. You got cameras, but the only only camera only footage that we got was a grainy video from a video from across the street. Uh huh. And it's like, you know, there's a camera right in front of what happened. And I guess one of his his friends, somebody they call Cowboy, I guess. I don't know these motherfuckers. Talk about he was acting real shady and weird and suspicious. So it was just like, come on. It it reminded me of the 9-11 thing with the Pentagon. It's like the Pentagon got like fucking like more, more damn security cameras than any other damn place in America. And the only video that we get of the plane allegedly crashing to the Pentagon was some damn ticket, some damn ticket booth shit. Oh, the government did that shit. That, that's one right there, that for sure. Now, no, let you, me finish. If you don't believe that, then there's something wrong with you. Let me finish. So, only you want to get like a grainy picture that of this video camera or some little ticket thing, little arm, you know what I'm talking about, right? mm-hmm. Security arm thing. You know what I'm saying? It was said that agents or somebody like went and seized a whole bunch of videotapes, surveillance videos from like the neighboring buildings. And like I said, the Pentagon got so many cameras, but yet there's no clear picture. 
Now, there's some people out there believe that the government was involved with 9-11. There's some people that believe... Involved? There's some people that believe... They were flying the planes. There's some people that <laughs> that don't believe the government involved that it was who they say it, said it was. You know what I mean? So, it, it, to me, it's just one of those things that is just going to... It's just one of those things that people are going to talk about for years. You got some people that believe. You got some people that don't. No, it's always going to be That's not about. one of them things where I neither believe or disbelieve. I definitely believe that shit. For definite. Because a lot of people are saying that the way the towers fell. There's no way. Like It looks like. Structurally, it's it, no it way. Looked, it looked like a controlled demolition yeah. where the plumes of smoke mm-hmm. was coming mm-hmm. away. Like I said, I went through a whole bunch of non level stuff. Right at this point, I'm just over that shit. Because if you start getting heavy in conspiracy, you're going to lose your fucking mind. So, you know, I kind of, kind of like, took a break for all that. It's been a couple of years since I looked at any type of conspiracy. You know, one time I was just, had almost had a nervous breakdown just watching conspiracy shits. I still, I still dabble every now and again some UFO talk. Still dabbling. I'm still dabbling every now and again. I might look up some stuff. What is funny? Are you ready? <laughs> uh, what's your final thoughts on the uh, Nipsey Hussle? I mean, it's just sad. Like I said, it's just sad. I mean, like I said, a loss is a loss. We didn't have to know him personally. Okay, what's your final thoughts on the conspiracy? I neither believe nor disbelieve. I don't know. Just one of them things. Like, it could be, it could be not. Oh, this is the last thing I want to talk about before we move on. You know, you got Eric Harder that did this. Do you think that, you know, there are, there is PTSD in the hood? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, black people in general, even if... Because I just think that we, in our DNA as black people, carry what our ancestors went through, first of all. Not even touching on what we might go through living in a bad neighborhood or growing up poor. I think we carry that trauma of mm-hmm. slavery with us anyway. So then when you add on top of that, like I said, growing up poor, growing up in the hood, seeing people get killed, police brutality and all of that, yeah, I think so. Cause I, know I was talking with my people at work and he was talking about you know where he grew up at. You know, he grew up at High Point. And stuff that he's seen, and people that he know, like he knows, like you know. Yeah. And and I asked him, I was like, "Do you think people in the hood have PTSD?" He's like, "You know, what's you know, what you mean? What's that?" I told post traumatic stress disorder, or the shit that people in the military be having. That's the mm-hmm. action. He was like, "Yeah." He's like, he thought about for a second. He was like, "Yeah." He's like, I'll, "He's like, yeah," because I said, "Think about this shit too." People that's in the military that seen action, they get to go on leave uh-huh. and actually come home yeah. and see their friends and family, you know, and get away from, you know, being active duty. Uh-huh. They get to, you know, get out of it. When you're in the hood, there is no leave. There is no weekend leave. There is no, you know, act, you're, you're, you're on active duty all the time. There is no going home and spending time 
a relaxing time with your friends and family. You you are in active duty with your friends and family in the same place. You're in a, basically in a war zone 24 fucking 7. So I really do, you know, trauma, all that stuff is running rampant through the hood. And as soon as you start talking about anybody in the hood, anybody black for that matter, and lives in the living hood and start telling them about yo, you might want to talk to a therapist. Uh-huh. People immediately be like, "Ain't nothing wrong with you. Ain't nothing wrong, man. I'm not crazy. I'm not gonna talk to no damn therapist. I'm not crazy. You think I'm crazy or something?" And then they then they fucking try to kill you because you know they got trauma and shit with them. <laughs> so I don't know. I just hurt people, hurt people, and I think this guy just redistribute that damn pain to Nipsey Hussle and that damn energy went to Nipsey Hussle and then that energy left Nipsey Hussle went to everybody around him and caused them to shoot up this dude's mother's house like shoot at like his family and girlfriend and shit so you know there's a lot of people in the hood that need fucking therapy that you know what I mean uh-huh. just to get shit off their chest and we're not gonna do it we're not gonna be acceptable to it because when you start talking about therapy, people will start thinking that you're crazy. But, alright, we're gonna move on. Um, I came across this video earlier in the week. It's recent, it's new, it recently happened. So the caption of the video says, a St. Louis charter school bus driver is seen being physically assaulted by a parent and others. Sources say the altercation started because allegedly there was a fight on the school bus involving the parent's daughter. The bus driver did not start the fight because of certain guidelines drivers are supposed to follow. Reportedly, the driver was substituting for the normal driver of Kip Victory Academy. Many recognize the driver and contacted RSTLN to describe the type of woman she is. One person described the driver as a quiet and pleasant woman who loves her family, her job, family, and church. She stated her heart was broken seeing such an innocent person being done in such a way. Okay, so the video shows the bus driver on the bus standing up by the bus driver's seat. I guess the mother of the child who got into a fight is trying to get on the bus, screaming at the lady, trying to get the lady to get off the bus, trying to get the lady off the bus. The bus driver is kicking, trying to get them to back up, and trying to close the door. Anybody who knows knows that school bus doors close slow. So every time she would try to pull and close the door, they would pull the doors back open so she never could close the door. So eventually they do run up the bus steps, grab the woman, and pull her out of the bus onto the ground where they proceed to basically beat, kick, and stomp her. All because supposedly the woman's daughter got into a fight on the bus and the woman didn't do anything to wreck it up, even though the guidelines clearly state that as a bus driver, you cannot put your hands on the children. So what was she supposed to do? They said allegedly that the mother of the girl that she was fighting too was out there fighting a bus driver too. 
I don't know. It, from what I read, it was the mother and the daughter, the mother and the child. That one of those people that was out there fighting, that was out there beating up the woman, was the actual child that got into the fight. Are you sure? Because on the kids that was on a bus, they looked really like young and small. Oh well, I don't know. I could be wrong, but so it could be. There wasn't a little girl out there screaming for her mother to stop. Oh. But when I saw it, the first thing I'm thinking is like black people, like really, really. And then you got people recording it. Right. Everybody was just standing out there recording it. Nobody stopping them, trying to help the bus driver or nothing. People just out there recording it and basically egging it off. Yeah, you even got some black guy trying to make sense. He's going to have a news reporter doing commentary. And yeah. And everybody's screaming, get her, get her, get her, until I get the bus driver. And my whole thing was, y'all, it couldn't have been me. Because like somebody said... I would have Sparta kicked that bitch as hard as I could. And then I would have crunked that motherfucking bus up. And whoever in the way when I take off, they just get ran the fuck over. Because you you're not fitting to drag me on no self-defense. Because I'm going, if that happened, and I have to do that to defend myself, then I'm going to claim self-defense all day. The shit is recorded. Everybody see what they was doing. They were instigating, trying to get her off the bus, trying to fight her. That you know what I'm saying. So, hey, self defense. You gonna move out the way, and or what would happen? All the people that knew that mother, all of a sudden, I mean, just was magically, all that video would have went away. Well, and then like somebody said, it's ironic that the mama is mad at the bus driver for not breaking up the fight, but then you're coming to fight the bus driver for not breaking up the fight. Yes, yeah. So you violence using violence to the I don't know. Dirty, dirty it doesn't even make up. sense. I don't know. It just don't make sense. Like why is that the proper response? Because obviously that's the proper response for her daughter because his daughter got into a fight. As opposed to you punishing your daughter for getting into a fight on the school bus. You go and beat up the bus driver because your daughter Got into a fight on the school bus. It's one of them things, like I said, you just not making anybody who's really responsible take responsibility for their own actions. So instead of being mad at your daughter, you take it out on a bus driver because evidently, like you said, that's probably how they live their lives anyway, like some fucking savages, savage-ass animals. And a bus driver Savage-ass, wild-ass animals. And a bus driver is saying stop. A bus driver is saying no. Like, I don't know your daughter. Right. I don't know your daughter. And at this point in time, the woman, she just want to fight. Yeah, and it's so all She's no not type, hearing nothing. And no type of logic or nothing's being said that it's not going to get through to her. Her own daughter, which I think is her daughter, her own daughter is screaming, Ma, stop, Ma, stop. Screaming at her mother to stop. If she's not listening to the child, mm-hmm. and to me it's kind of sad the fact that the out of all those adults, it looked like it could have been maybe ten adults out there. Mm-hmm. Out of all those adults, the little the little girl, the little child is the only person with that actually thinking rational right now. I guess so. Y'all supposed to be the example for her, but she's trying to break it up. And you got all these people that's just laughing, saying "get her," everybody recording the shit. I mean, they got her down on the ground. Holding her by her hair. She's trying to get a hold of her hair to make them let go. And just beating her all in the head. 
Yeah, and then when she jumped back up, she still keeps screaming, I don't know your daughter, and the other chick is still trying to square up with her. Right. It's still swinging on It's like, she do not, she's not trying to fight you. Not at all. So why are you still going at this? I, I mean, just looking at it without any sound, like, it just sounds, it just looks, like, ridiculous and crazy. Like, I just don't even... I can't even fathom, like, what must have been going through her mind. <laughs> and like I said, yes, at this point, like, she's on the bus, hitting her on the bus. So if yeah, I could have got her, her, if I could have got her off the bus, I would have took off. I don't care. Everybody out there could have got ran off. Everybody out there could have got ran off. I wouldn't even care because, like I said, at that point, it's self-defense. It's self-defense at that point. Like, this makes no sense. Like, the woman don't even care to the point where her breasts are out while she's fighting. All she got on is, like, a wife beater and a bra, and her boobs are out because she have to stop and lift them big-ass titties back up into that bra and back up into that shirt it's to no... the point that she don't even care that she's out there exposing herself. Yeah, just she just want to fight. Like, like I said, savage-ass, wild-ass animal. Who else acts like that? It's ridiculous. It, it, it don't make a lick of fucking sense because the simple fact of like to try to understand what what this done from your is mind boggling. Right. You're you're that angry at somebody that didn't have nothing to do with what happened. That you don't care that you're naked. You don't care that your child is watching you screaming, crying. All you want to do is fight this person. Because they didn't stop a fight. So you're going to start a fight because somebody didn't stop a fight. Right. Since you didn't stop the fight, I'm going to fight you. How that make sense? Then that one dude, like you said, the dude that walked by at the end with the phone, walk off laughing like, yeah. If he would have got ran over, that would have been fine with me too. I would have ran him over too. Like, where, like... First thing I noticed, I was like, come on. And then it's on the Thomasville bus. <laughs> it's in St. Louis. Yeah, because at the beginning, they already hitting her with something. She had something in her like hand. Bro, so I don't know if that'll bring that game, bro, was already on the bus. So at that point, she trying to kick. I wouldn't have been kicking, and I would have been cranking that bitch the fuck up, and whoever would have got ran over would have got ran over. Because like I said, it's self-defense. She already done assaulted her. She already done assaulted her with the broom. So she's sitting up there trying to kick her leg out. No, bitch. Fuck that. I'm finna crank that bitch up. And whoever gets smushed, gets smushed. Like I said, the you reason why to... you know the bus doors close slow, because I told you, I was like, the bus doors yeah. slow. Yeah. And shit. anybody that's been on school bus, when you think about it, you remember that. Like, you want to act like a wild-ass animal out here in these streets, and you can get ran over like a wild-ass animal in these streets. As soon as you hit that button, of course, all the air got rushed through it, and mm-hmm. then it closes. Yeah. Like, it's just sick men to watch. Like, it really is just sick men to watch. Like, it's just sick men. Like, I just can't even, like, what is that teaching children? What is that teaching children? Like... And like you said, like, now I'm gonna think too, like, when did the fight happen? Right. Was it the day before? Was it that same day? Because, like it said, it said that she was a substitute. So, like I told you earlier, like, it just makes me wonder because the woman kept saying, I don't know your daughter. I don't know your daughter. 
it just makes me wonder, like, was she even the one driving the bus when it because, happened? Because the reason why I ask that question, because you keep saying, like, the uh, other big child was on the bus fighting. I'm like, no, because if it happened that same day, no parent would be out there to get their teenage child off the bus. I mean, yeah. It had to probably be yeah. little kids. I mean, but I don't think... And I if you look at the end, like, the kids, I guess the door's open or the kids open the door or something, you can see there was actually little kids. Mm, well, I also don't think that it was the other woman, the other child's mama. I just think that was probably just some other wretched And this is, this is some... Re- this shit happened recently, so there's no really updates. Mm. Hopefully, it could get something. I hope so. I hope that I'll come across something by next week that says that, you know, that charges were pressed and she went to jail and her children got taken away because she's definitely not fit to be a mother because, like, somebody said she needs to be charged charged with child endangerment, Mm -hmm. destruction of public property, Assault and there was another woman out there was hitting her too. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That other woman assault. I I think, I think in certain states that if you watching, if you watch witness a crime happen and you do nothing about it and you record it, yeah, that should be the thing. Like it's one thing to not help, but to me, it's a whole another thing. To not help and record it and then put it out on social media as because people want to, people want to get them likes. That's people right. like getting them shares. People want that shit. People that's want right. all that attention. That's that's like I said, just watching it. It's just sickening. It's just like who does that? You got two black women fight and there's all those black dudes around and I try to wake it up. And if you notice, like, it's always in women that's built like that that want to be fighting. Like, she built like a bad bag of lumpy-ass bricks and you want to be out there fighting. It's always in bitches that look like that that want to be fighting. You build up... Badly built bitches. Right, you out there built like a... And triple Bs. Fucking... Grown-ass... Silverback gorilla. And you want to be out there fucking... I'm just saying, it ain't racist. Like, they be built up like that for real. Like, and you want to be the main one out there fighting and carrying on with your titties swinging all over the place. Like, what is wrong with people? Because that's how it's, like people say, like, this is how it is in the hood. It's not supposed to be. It's not. Cause just cause you in the hood don't mean you have to have that hood ass wretched ass mentality and that's some wretched ass shit right there. But people think that's just the way it is. It, nah. Did you post this in the group? That video? No, but I guess I will after you after we You do we it need now. to post. Are you gonna add yeah, we could just um I'm not adding that clip in that. No, no, no. I don't mean that. I'm talking about you were talking about adding in a clip of the preacher. So, do you want me to post a uh, post of the preacher in this video? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Nah. That's what I mean. Share it in the group. Okay, I can do that. And, yeah. What's the name of the group? Real Talk with Tanya and Ron on Facebook. And uh, like, I don't really have no much to add to this. It was just, it was just a sick thing. It's the hot dog on this. And shit that that bothered me, like I said, when I was younger, like I said, I used to watch Warriors Tour a lot. But now that, like I said, when I get, now that I'm older, it's just like, the shit is not cool. Like, it's not for, to me, it's not for entertainment. To me, it's just like, damn. Like, this what we really doing? This what we get right now? Because now we're rational. We're a rational human being. Right. It's just, ugh. It's just sick. 
just to think that we are with everything that's going on in the world and as bad as we already look sometimes and you these women out here just making black women just look awful just terrible so it is in the hood <sighs> gotta keep it real in the hood damn anything no it just, just makes me sick back finally no more mowing grass no more distractions <laughs> hopefully okay so um, at this point you know if you haven't seen us you need to go ahead and leave right now because we're going to discuss the movie of course major spoilers uh, we will give theories and what we feel the meaning is of the movie so, give you, what, a five, five second pause for you to go ahead and leave? Alright, so hopefully you're going. If you're not going, that means you don't care. You want to know about the spoilers. So, Us. We went to see Us last week at the end of the show. So, what did you think of the movie? Yes, that is right. What did you think of the movie? I thought it was really good. Like, I really didn't know what to expect. Because I don't... You remember I kept saying, like, I hadn't seen any trailers or anything. Were you too, no? No. I'm just saying I hadn't really seen, like, any trailers or anything. So, Mm -hmm. I didn't know what to expect. I was the same way. Because, you know, I didn't really know if it was going to be, like, scary, scary or suspenseful, scary. I didn't... I just literally did not know what to expect. So, I was pleasantly surprised. I enjoyed it. It was different. It was awesome to see... Uh, all black like leading cast in a scary movie that's something that we never see so I thought it was good I thought it was a change I mean but we've seen an all black leading cast in a scary movie wait no we haven't I was about to say scary movie but nah that's not but I didn't think the movie was scary I didn't think it was scary either I don't know. I don't know why they was labeling it as a horror movie maybe suspenseful a thriller yeah yeah, in that way but not like in a traditional yeah you know Late two thousand scary movie like you know jump scares uh-uh. and uh-huh. you know fake out scares and you know the music go real loud and the music mm-hmm. you know everything quiet and the music spikes and that scares you more if than the actual anything, thing. It was like a creepy scary movie. You you were kind of creeped out and like just wondering like what the heck is going on. It's kind of funny too that you say that because like I was freaked out maybe two days after the fact. Like, I was at work thinking about this shit, and then I started getting, like, anxiety. Like, I was thinking about the movie, and that shit started fucking creeping me and freaking me out, like, two days later. Mm-hmm. But, um, so, just a quick little uh, rundown. Uh, Mom and Dad is at a carnival in Santa Cruz with their daughter. Trying to win some stuff. She's real quiet. Um, she walks off. She wanders off into a fun house. She see herself in a reflection. When she comes to a reflection, her, herself is like not facing her. Then we see her shock. Cut to her. You know, everybody's adults. They driving to their vacation home. 
you know, they're in their home, nobody, she, they talk about going to the beach, they don't want to go to the beach, well, she don't want to go to the beach, and they kind of keep cutting back to her as a kid, mm-hmm. talking about, you know, the trauma of the lights going out in the front house, that she got PTSD, and she's just not talking, and so, you know, reluctantly, she goes to the beach, you know, son wanders off. She get freaks the fuck out. Son sees some homeless man on the on the thing. Now they go home after you know being freaked out, and they're talking. And then the son come in. It's like there's a family in the driveway, and that's when the shit kind of starts. Yeah, because so you want to take it over from that part. The family in the driveway. Is them, or at least a version of them. But we don't know that at first until they actually come in. Well, yeah, but you can see them in the driveway. You can see that they are them. You can tell. <laughs> Not necessarily because, dude, you just gonna roll your eyes at me? Not necessarily because the way. Okay, you... let me put it like this. I can tell that it was them. You might not know it was them, but I can tell it was them. So, you know, the guy, <laughs> Gabe, his name is Gabe, right? Mm-hmm. Gabe, he's, you know, upper middle class guy, kind of a nerdy type. So he go out there talking. <laughs> then he come back out with a bad, trying to sound tough, trying to sound hood, which was fucking hilarious. You said Gabe got on your nerves the whole time. He got on my nerves, especially at first, because he was, like you said, trying to act tough when he shouldn't have never went out there anyway. But they called the cops. Cops was like 14 minutes away. So he come out there with the bed, talking tough, and you, I, I don't give a fuck. As soon as the, the big dad snapped his fingers or whatever, or was it, or was it the mother that snapped her fingers? I don't remember that. Anyway, whoever snapped their fingers, and then that one little boy, just start crawling like a spider monkey into the bushes, and the other daughter took her to the bushes. I would have ran back in the house with my damn self. I don't give a fuck how tall you are. You see some shit like that, you run back. So they take out the, so, you know, they try to break in, they're locking all the shit. Uh, Gabe get the bat taken away from him and get hit in the leg, and that's how he was basically a passe for the whole fucking movie. So they sit down, now they see that it's fucking them. And was you shocked by that? Shocked by what? That it's actually you know, versions of them, but look more evil. And I can tell that by when they were in the driveway. Even though you keep telling me, no, you couldn't tell that. I can tell that in the driveway. Okay, well, Mrs., you know. It was the same height, the same build as the man, the same height as a woman, same build, same everything. You could tell it was them. But, but you did say something different. You said even though uh, they was the same, the doppelganger he looked bigger. Yeah, he was just more imposing. Yeah. And Gabe, the actual Gabe, yeah. Because to me, that's character building because you see the way he acting, the way he's talking, he acting like a nerd. He's, you know, <clears throat> a new term that people are saying nowadays, like, uh, he's a, he's a wash dad. You know, the dad that's not really cool no more. That probably used to be cool, but not. You know what I'm saying? I've heard that. Yeah, it's a new thing. So it's, it's, it's built up on how he is that, you know, 
This is what would you consider this an upper middle class family? I mean, obviously, I mean they got a beach house. You know, he bought a boat. You know, the boat was <laughs> raggedy as shit. Yeah, they driving the bins. Yeah. So. Um. So you just get this idea, you know, him trying to shelter his kids. It's like when he was playing, I got five on it. And so like, what's that? And daughter's like, it's a song about drugs. He's like, no, it's not. But, you know, you, you get that. He keep trying to one-up his friend, but his friend keep one-up under him. So you get that character building. So with this animal doppelganger, somebody who's just on pure, just, you know I mean, everything. So like you said, you just get that imposing person. So when I guess they call her Red, when she started talking, you know, barely can talk. Like when she started, like what was the story that she told? I like her voice to me sounded like croaking. That's what I would describe it as. But it was the story of what you mean croaking? Like a frog croaking, like croaking. That basically, story. I mean, you might can tell it better than I can. That they were clones, right? But the story that she told about basically living in the shadow. Mm-hmm. That, you know, there once was a girl, you know, who had this, but her shadow got the opposite. While the girl get to have a warm meal, the shadow had to eat cold rapid. It's kind of like how we always say, because at first that's what I was thinking, like multiple universes. So maybe how we say like ourselves right here, right now, mm-hmm. like we're in a different universe, but a parallel universe. A parallel universe, and we're still us, but different. You know, we went, we went right, but our parallel selves went left. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think she was saying the story that you know. When the girl up top got to meet and marry her prince, the girl down below just had to be with somebody. They had to be with him with no love, no nothing. When the girl up there got soft gifts, the shadow got, you know, sharp uh, objects that she cut herself on. And you kind of you kind of get what what was going on, but now you still don't know what the fuck is going on. It's like you know, what does she mean by the whole shadow thing? And Gabe started to talk, and his wife Adelaide is like, you know, shut up. But Gabe is still trying to talk, and then Ray kind of meant like kind of motions to her, to her. I ain't gonna call her husband, but her partner. And he started, you know, making noises to get Gabe to shut the fuck up because she ready trying to talk. Now there was some some moment that had me gave me goosebumps, but when when Adelaide asked the question of like, who are you? Well, who are y'all? And they said we're Americans, and she said we're Americans. Like, what did you think about that? That's what kind of led me down the path. I don't know if you want to want me to get into that. That about that's what led me to the theory of what the movie was actually about. Yeah, go ahead. That's what we're talking about. That the whole thing was like a depiction of how, like you said, they were this upper middle class family, and 
and they were, you know, obviously living a certain way, probably treated a certain way, viewed a certain way by mm-hmm. society. But like we said, let's say if the tables were turned and they were living in this parallel, parallel universe where they were the same people but living a different way, like living poor, you know, not having all those luxuries of life and just having whatever and, you know, mm-hmm. it made me think of how in America, like we're all Americans, depending on how much you have, how much money you have, what, like societal status you are at you are treated and looked at differently yeah when she said we're not we're Americans it's like 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 the whole classism thing yeah like how you know upper middle class will look at somebody who might live in a trailer park who might live on a street that you will look at them like well, who the fuck like who the fuck are you like be like I'm American just like you are right. like we're the same And, you know, and at that point, I was still trying to process all what the fuck is going on. Like, of course, you know, Red, she's, like, in control <coughs> of everything. So, Gabe, I'm trying, I can't remember how the hell Gabe got out the house. Maybe she told him to run or something. I know he told her daughter to run. They somebody told her daughter to run. And if you did, you know did you peep this part right here? You know, Gay had always you know put on his glasses. Mm-hmm. Did you peep that his doppelganger like he was always like squinting and shit? Mm-hmm. So you want to go ahead and well shit, it's a spoiler. So basically, like you said, it's not it was not a parallel universe like you was thinking of. Apparently, mm-hmm. go ahead and say the word. Government, <laughs> was doing experiments on people, like cloning people, to, I guess, use that kind of like voodoo dolls to try to whatever they do to the people down below, mm-hmm. it will affect the people up top. Mm-hmm. But it didn't work. It was a failed experiment. Mm-hmm. So then they just kept those people underground in those tunnels, and they lived down there like that. Yeah, they just basically well, this project's a bust and dipped on just left them down there. Right. Even Red said, you know, you're you're living, you know, without nothing, you will go insane. Cause she was she was she started talking about that. Remember at the end about mm-hmm. the government experience with this ten third. So the reason why I went and went into that because they call itself the tethered the tethered. Mm-hmm. And they were tethered to each yeah, other. Two bodies, one soul. Mm-hmm. But you can't have two bodies in one soul. And that's why, you know, when, when, when I forgot, I can't remember what they called the bigger one, but when, when the doppelganger of Gabe, he's squinting, just imagine that shit. You living your whole life just seeing everything as a fucking blur. Me and you both wear glasses. Mm-hmm. Imagine that we don't have the same health care. As somebody else that can actually get a glasses and afford glasses. So now, since we don't have that same opportunities, we don't have that same uh, access. We just gotta live, walk around, everything just a blurry mess, getting headaches. I remember when I didn't have glasses, everything blurry. I get fucking migraines off the ass. So you know, family finally splits up. Uh, the little boy go. She tell him to go play. 
she tells her daughter to run. And, of course, that's how they split up. Oh, my bad. I forgot about this part of the story, too. She's like, when she had her first child, you know, the child came out precious, but my child came out as a monster. And the daughter just kept that same little creepy-ass grin on her face. Mm -hmm. And when I had another child, the the girl up top, the princess up top, you know, had a C-section. But me below, I had to cut the child out myself. So the whole tether thing is they mirroring what's going on up there. Mm-hmm. So it's not really that she picked to be with him down below. It's just that the one up top was with Adelaide. So therefore, since he's with you, I'm just gonna have to have. I'm just gonna be with you. So in a way, it made it seem like kind of like it was on some rape shit, right or wrong. Could be. Cause you just have to do what the other what your tethered mm-hmm. is doing up top. So the child was playing with with fire, end up burning himself underground. So that means that, cause remember the little boy who kept playing with that toys little lighter and shit. thing, yeah. trying to get the lighter to light, but he never could get it to light. So you said that maybe, you know, the one below he played with fire too, yeah, but down below it worked, and he ended up burning his face, yeah. which I that makes sense. Now, there's some part of the movie that I had to run out and go to the bathroom, so now you can go ahead and take this part. I think the only part you really missed were, was Gabe was running from his doppelganger, and he ended up on a boat. And they were tussling on the boat and everything. They both fell in the water. Gabe got out of the water, and then the thing came behind him, and he ended up killing him. Gabe ended up killing his doppelganger. He smashed his head on the side of the boat and killed him. I think that's pretty much all it is. I think as I was going to the bathroom, I remember the doppelganger was just making noises. I'm like, why the fuck he's not talking? He just kept making audible noises. Do you hear something else in Mm -hmm. the distance? But it turns out there's another doppelganger family for the white family that they went to vacation with. Mm -hmm. And they got killed. But then come to find out, even on a larger scale, like everybody's yeah. doppelganger yes. was coming from out of the damn zone. Yeah, because once they fought off the the second family doppelgangers, you know, they sat down and was watching the news and it was like they were coming out of everywhere, coming from under like um, sewers, just mm-hmm. everywhere, just killing people. And every time, you know, all you kept seeing them lining up. Yeah, because the main theme of the movie, too, even when it started at the beginning, when she was a little girl, it was the whole Hands Across America thing. Yeah, it was supposed to wear, bring awareness to homelessness. Mm-hmm. Everybody, and everybody across the country was supposed to hold hands. Which, uh, from what I what I read about that, is they raised over, like, $32 million. Mm-hmm. But only, like, $11 million went to actual homeless people. Mm-hmm. And everything else went to, like, payments and shit they had to pay off. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they killed the other doppelganger family, like, uh, she called for the police, and then fuck the police start playing. Yeah. And so, that's when I came back, and so they, you know, get away into that new car, whatever. Uh, they forgot the keys go back in, and the son, you know, Adelaide killed one of the one of the twins because they had a twin daughter 
And the son kind of see the way LA is because LA was like really fucking vicious. Like she started taking control of shit. Mm-hmm. She did. You know what I'm saying? So she, you know, son like, damn, ma. Like, you know what I'm saying? So now the daughter is back. She on top of the car. You know, the other daughter is driving. The dog getting on top of the car. She slammed her brakes. Dog being confined to the woods. LA going there to kill her. She but was she already did well dying. She was dying, but she had a, she was about to swing, but then she didn't. They leave. She finally dies. They leave. They turn the corner. They get back to Santa Cruz. Turn the corner and see their car on fire. Their original, their Benz on fire. You know now the pyro kid is out there. The son's doppelganger. So Allie get out the car. She go to him. Still has a chance to hit him. Still didn't kill him. Son realizes it's a trap. He had laid a gasoline trap. He's mm-hmm. trying to light the shit. But then the son realizes that it's a doppelganger. He could control him because he got a mirror in him. Because they, they realized that, mm-hmm. I guess, after maybe 14 or something, they stopped mirroring each other. Mm-hmm. And they could kind of do it. Both he, doppelgangers do what they he, want. They were young. They hit the boy and his twin were young. Yeah. So he could... Control. Yeah, he yeah. still they they were still connected on that level where they still had to marry each other. Mm-hmm. So he put his arms out and kind of just started backing up and the dog came back into the fire. Adelaide starts saying no, 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 which is very weird because it's like yo, these motherfuckers trying to kill y'all, you and your family. The son backs up. He sees Red. Red snatches him. Takes him back. Take just snatches him. Uh, Adelaide. You know, realize the son is gone. She tell Gabe and them like to go. She's gonna get the son. She go. She's go to the mirror maze. Then she go down the escalator. And it's like, it's like you going down into hell. It's everything just fucking changes. And it's and like, shit. how does she even know to go down there? Yeah. So she sees Red. They start talking. That's when Red start telling her about everything that's going on. And. About the cloning, and the, you know the reason for the rabbits because it was I guess rabbits was the first test subjects, uh-huh. and rabbits multiply fast. Uh-huh. So, so there the, was a lot of rabbits down there. So the tether, I guess, we let the rabbits out, and that's what they was eating. That's the reason why she said eating cold like rabbit or whatever. Uh-huh. So then they get into a fight. Uh, wait, did we know? Oh, that's right. LLA, I mean, Red started telling her story about how the tether down there realized she was different. Mm-hmm. Because when LA was up there dancing, Red was down there doing the same dancing. And they realized that, oh, wait, she's different. And come to find out, the reason why she was different, that we find out, you know, they do all the same fighting and mirroring and. Allie kills Red, go get her son. Son is at the where he don't really want to hold her. They leaving. They leaving, they driving away. That's when we get the flashback. And what do we get the flashback of? I'll let you take this one. The flashback at the end reveals that the one who was up top living Allie. a normal life the whole time really was the one who was supposed to be at the bottom. Yeah. She was a she was red. She was a doppelganger. She got snatched by the doppelganger when she was in the funhouse. Mm-hmm. 
and the doppelganger came back up to get dragged down there her chained her to the bed and she came back up put on her clothes and came back up to live her life which explains why at first she wouldn't talk because she couldn't talk yeah she didn't know how right so which that my mouth I don't know how how did you feel because my mouth was open I was surprised but it made sense because like something that we watched they were talking about how they were in the car and she was trying to get the little boy to bob his head and snap on beat but she wasn't on beat either. yeah and that's the reason why she was dancing the one in the bottom was dancing had a whole bunch of rhythm because you know she had way more rhythm because the other one was just mirroring what she was right. doing and I was saying to them about the whole theory that the sun got switched. Oh, yeah. I don't, I disagree with that because, you know, that, it don't make no sense, though. Because the other one was dead. So he got switched with what? No, they talk about at some point when it, when it burned mouth that he got switched. That's the reason really why the sun was acting like weird throughout the whole movie. But when would he have got switched? Yeah, that's the whole thing. That don't make sense. Because when the twins was talking to him and asked, like, what are you building? He wasn't building a sand castle. He was building, like, sand tunnels or whatever. Mm-hmm. I remember I had I was talking to somebody online about that, and it was like, ooh, excuse me, I was I don't believe the theory, you know, because, uh, well, you know, the mother's half clone, well, no, the mother's clone, the father's a real person, so therefore the kids are half, you know, half clone, half real, mm-hmm. so you know he obviously take more traits after his mother. Yeah, because he kind of acted kind of weird the same way she acted kind of weird. Yeah. And the person asked, well, 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 the daughter is half clone too. Why was she normal? I was like, that's just how it is. Like, I was like, me personally, like, I take more traits after my dad. My brother take more traits after my mother. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's some, it's just a gene thing because you could have a normal child and then that child I was born with a handicap. Right. You know what I mean? So people think, oh, because he was going to sand tunnels, how would he know about that? Because they they connected still. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I don't really think he was switched either. I don't, yeah. I don't know when that could have happened. What a lot of people are saying is that way way he was looking at his mother because he probably heard the story. Mm-hmm. He seen that his mother was acting like what they was fighting because that that original thing came out. Yeah, and basically he knows the truth about his mother. So the same thing about it, he just put his security blanket back on, which was his mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he knows something, but yeah. I don't think uh, he probably won't never say anything. Yeah, I doubt it. Um, and I was saying too when you was in the kitchen making a whole bunch of noise. Sorry, I had to get the pan out of stuff. <laughs> that um. That when you go back and watch this movie again with the knowledge that you have, you see like little stuff. Because mm-hmm. I mean, that's how it is. You don't know what to look for at first, but then once you watch it and you're able to sit there and think about it, and then you can watch other people and their takes on mm-hmm. it, and then you can, you like, oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. Because everybody not going to notice every single thing. Yeah, and then, uh, and then you know, at the end when when she started thinking about it, you start seeing what was going on. Mm-hmm. You're seeing people underneath acting like they're on a roller coaster. Yeah. And then they cut back. You see a couple like feeding oh, each other food. Yeah. And then they cut 
and that couple's just got a raw rabbit just yeah. ripped open. Yeah. And you see the father not playing a real game, but just give her a random T-shirt. Mm-hmm. And then she just go up there. Because even, even she said in the thing, like, uh, in her story, like, basically something along the lines of, like, you could have took me with you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the whole... Another, another kind of symbolism of, like, when you at the bottom and then you get yourself to the top, you forget, you forget mm-hmm. about the people at the bottom. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, like, uh, I think uh, when I was listening to Brady, even Charmaine said this shit, he was like, when she came back up top and learned how to talk, she could have told, like, look, this is what the fuck is going on down here. Let me, oh, let me, yeah, y'all come with me. Let me show you what the fuck is going on down here. But she you probably got a taste of like real food and you know, got a taste for that good life. That she yeah, just probably got selfish. It was like, no, I'm keeping yeah. this shit to myself. And one last thing before we wrap this up, don't forget about the whole Jeremiah eleven, eleven, the mm-hmm. eleven eleven kept coming up, yeah. kept popping up, kept popping up. Yeah, it was on the. And then uh, I think the homeless man or what, somebody yeah, had yeah, signed up like, that said Jeremiah eleven yeah. eleven, and I'm like, well, I. And then uh, the same homeless man at the bottom had it on his forehead. Yeah, I'm like, well, I'm not familiar with the this baseball, scripture. the baseball game, the yeah. front, the one that's, the score was eleven eleven. It was tied. Uh, even though even she was like, how certain things just keep lining up. And even like you said, when the sun got snatched. When she went to that front house, she went straight to the shit. Went straight down the stairs, went straight to everyone, straight to the escalator. She went everywhere. Like, how the fuck did you know where to go? She already knew what's up when they came into the house. That's why she kept telling Gabe to shut up. Because she knew what they were. That's why she probably felt sympathy about, you know, the daughter and the son. Like, yeah, the movie's great. And the symbols in it, you know, the references to to other stuff, like, it's amazing. But like I was saying. Okay, I didn't know you were about to read them. The Bible verse, Jeremiah 11, 11, translated into English in the King James Bible says, Therefore thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will bring upon them which they shall not be able to escape. I will bring evil upon them which they shall not be able to escape. And thou shall, and those they shall cry unto me, I will not hearken unto them. So that's what kind of made me also think like that it's like it was like some type of punishment for what they had did. And then there was nobody to help them, to help them. There's nothing that they could do. And you remember that one that one dude was talking about how instead of like calling out to God when the um other their their friends when their family was getting attacked by their doppelgangers instead of calling out to God she called out to she called out to Alexis and called the police. Mm-hmm. So kind of one of them things too maybe talking about how. Because they've been saying this for a long time, how the country, how the America is being punished because we've turned away from God. So I kind of look at it like that, too. Yeah, because you, you know, the whole worship of false idols. And, yeah. 
Like the daughter's on the beach. She got all this beach in front of her, and she's just on her phone. It it was a, it was an amazing movie, man. And like if you're in yeah, if you're into movies that have deeper meanings and make you think and make you theorize what the meaning was, and like ten di- ten different people could watch it, and then every one of those people come up with something different, then yeah, that's the type of movies that I like. I know some people said they didn't like it, but I just kind of think that probably those people who were saying they didn't like it, it's probably because they... You know, they didn't understand it. They didn't have an understanding, or they couldn't formulate an understanding, or they were just confused, and yeah, so... There's a lot of people out there that want people to tell them what the hell happened. Right, and that's not... Movies like that, nah. Like, this it's is open to, for interpretation. Yeah, it's to make you think. You know, because uh, I, I guess I haven't seen Get Out, but a lot of people say Get Out was like, was like up front. Like, look, this is what it's about. This one is like. Nah. But Get, get Out is about wrestling. Mm-hmm. Remember, I got Washington. I wouldn't say that. I would say it had different meanings than that. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily just come out and say that it was about racism. I mean, because until it got to the end, we were in a movie theater. We didn't really know exactly what was going on. So I wouldn't say that. Um, we wish we could talk about this longer, but, you know, we kind of reaching the limit. The podcast has been going on for a while now. Uh, yeah, we really, really, we. Sh- Honestly, we should just did um, an episode dedicated to this movie. We might do that as a treat. You know, Friday, I don't know. But we might do it, but... Um, you keep talking about Friday, I'm going to be at work. Oh, yeah, I do get good Friday off. High five. No high fives? No. All right, y'all, we are out of here. This has been another episode of Real Talk with Tanya and Ron. I don't like you. Bye, (laughs) y'all.